Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are a pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. So if you haven't heard, we are doing VIP days where we walk with you through every step of putting together your CASPA application in one day, so you can have a complete, ready-to-submit PA school application in one day. We don't want you to miss any more deadlines. So even if you haven't started your personal statement or created your list of PA schools you plan to apply to, we take you through every step during your VIP day so you can have a strong, ready-to-submit application in one day. Really, how amazing would it feel to press the submit button and know your app is done? We can't wait to do this with you and get your app submitted so you can land interviews. If you're ready to do this, email us at theprepaclinic at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at pre-PA clinic. We only have limited spots because this is such a private personalized experience. So don't let this opportunity or this cycle pass you by. We can't wait to see you on your VIP day and create your most competitive application ready to submit in one day. Let's do this. Email us or DM us in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk about how to make a roadmap to success. So we know that a lot of pre-PAs are super, super busy, right? You guys have to take classes, you have to volunteer, get patient care hours, get shadowing. The list goes on and on and on, and it can be really stressful, especially if you're getting close to applying or trying to apply next year and you feel like you're so overwhelmed. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do all these things. There's only 24 hours in a day and I have to sleep sometime. So we get students that are really, really stressed and then aren't sure how they're going to fit everything in. They think they might have to take a gap year or maybe a second gap year, maybe even a third gap year in order to get all these things done. And really it's true. You guys have a lot of things you need to get done in order to be competitive for PA school. There's different tests you have to take. There's classes, there's volunteering, there's community service. Some schools require shadowing or patient care hours, and the list goes on and on and on, right? Everybody wants to have leadership, and everybody wants to have clubs, and everybody wants to be part of professional memberships and do all these amazing things. And that's because you guys care so much about getting to PA school that you're literally running yourself ragged in order to meet all these requirements and get accepted. So... I want to talk about how to really plan out your PA journey, right? So whether you came to PA school really, really early or whether maybe you've just decided that PA school is right for you, right? Making a, what we call a roadmap or some kind of journey or some kind of plan, however you want to talk about it, a calendar to success is really, really going to help you because when you break things down into smaller pieces, they seem more manageable. So to sit staying, I need 2,000 hours of patient care and I need 500 chattering hours and I need X, Y, and Z next six months, that can sound really, really overwhelming but if you really, really break it down and kind of make a plan, it's easy to work that plan because we all get overwhelmed and then we paralyze, right? We call it paralysis of perfection. You wanna be so perfect on everything, you don't know where to start, and so then we just end up wasting time stressing about it instead of starting it. So we wanna talk about how to make what we call a robot to success. And what that is, is you need to decide when you're gonna apply. And it's not enough to say, hey, I'm going to apply next cycle, right? You want to be a little bit more specific of that. So you're going to try and apply the beginning of next cycle. Are you going to apply in the summer of next cycle? Whether it's a certain month or a certain time of year, you really need to decide, right? So let's say, for example, you're graduating in May next cycle. Then maybe you want to apply after you graduate. So maybe you want to apply sometime in August. So sometime during the summer, right? Or maybe you're taking some summer classes and you want to get those classes in before you apply. So maybe you're going to apply next fall. But you need to pick a time, a good time 
time frame of when you think you want to apply. And again, this might be different for different students. So really figure out what works for you and use that as your end date. So if you say, for example, I want to apply by August 15th, that's when I want to push submit, then that is our end date, right? We need to work backwards from that. Okay, so if that's the date we want to put submit, well, when do we want to start working on things, right? Well, we know personal statement can take a long time, so maybe we're going to start now, or maybe we're going to start six months out and start working on a personal statement, right? We know maybe, for example, that you have to take the GRE, and we want to get a really good GRE score, and we wanted it to be submitted, so maybe we say, okay, if we want to apply by August 15th, I want my GRE scores to be in, maybe I'll take the GRE score beginning of July or end of June, right? But then you say, okay, let's say I take my GRE July 1st. Well, I want to study for three months, so I'm going to start studying three months before July 1st for my GRE, right? And so see how we're kind of working backwards? So let's say you have a year and two months, so you have 14 months before you apply, and you need to get a thousand patient care hours, for example. Well, you have to decide how am I going to get that thousand patient care hours because it can seem overwhelming, right? But just divide 14 months by a thousand and see how many hours you have to do a month. So I'm going to get my calculator out and let's say I want to get a thousand more patient care hours in the next 14 months. So take a thousand hours, 14 months. That means I have to get about 71 and a half. So let's round that up to 72 a month. Okay, and again, how do you have to get a week? That's 72 a month, that means I need 18 hours a week, right? So let's say I'm working 20 hours a week, I'm gonna be able to make that thousand hours, right? But maybe I wanna be more competitive than that. Maybe I don't want just the thousand hours, maybe I want the 1500 hours, right? So then I'm gonna to have to work more, right? Because if I wanna get 1500 hours, then maybe I'll have to work 25, 27, 30 hours a week, right? On average in order to gain that. So really start working backwards. Cause if you're like, okay, I have to work 18 hours a week for sure. Well then what, do, what happens if I do two shadowing days a month. So every other week I shadow for four hours, right? So that's eight hours a month in the next 14 months. Well, that's going to get you a lot of shadowing hours, right? So eight hours a month or eight hours a month for the next 14 months gets you over a hundred hours of shadowing. And that's only two half days a month. So maybe you say, okay, I'm going to do it on the first and third Thursday of every month. I'm going to shadow here. Or I'm going to do this. or I'm going to shadow one hour a week, every single week, whatever your process is, really laying it out can really help because then you'll know what weekends you have free for volunteering or when you have to study for your finals or maybe you have to do things like community service in order to apply to certain programs. Maybe you're going to take some post-bac classes. Put all these in your roadmap to success and just work backwards. If you know you're going to apply by August 15th, everything has to be done by then, then make sure that you have all the classes planned. Make sure you have all your testing done. Make sure that you have all your volunteer hours and all your leadership or whatever it is you're doing to get accepted. So work backwards because when we have a concrete plan, it is so much easier to do it and put it in a, a binder or put it in a calendar or on your phone, on your iPhone. A lot of you guys love to have the iPhone calendar. Use whatever you use and really plot it out. Don't just say, I'm going to volunteer for 10 hours a month. Actually choose a Saturday or Sunday or Monday or whatever day you're going to volunteer and say, hey, I'm going to do six hours here. I'm going to do four hours here and plan it in, like put it in your planner, put it in your calendar. And that way it's non-negotiable, right? And you should do that with all these type of things. So put in your shadowing. Maybe you're doing virtual shadowing hours two times a week on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. We'll put that in there, right? And that way you don't double book. And that way you get a little bit done because it's kind of like, like studying for a test, right? Cramming for the test at the last second, like before five 
finals week, uh, you're not going to have as much time, right? You're going to feel stressed. You're not going to have as much time. You're not going to get as much done versus studying smaller amounts. I mean, how many times have we been like, man, I wish I hadn't waited until the last minute to study, right? Because we're trying to cram everything in. I'm not getting enough sleep, et cetera. And PE school admissions can be the same thing. If you try to cram everything in in the last two to three months, it's not going to be your best work. You might fall short on some hours. You're not going to be as competitive. So really making a plan, no matter how far out you are, having a good plan. What are you going to do your sophomore year? What are you going to do your senior year? When are you going to start doing this? When are you going to get your jobs? Are you going to get any certifications? Like, what are you going to do? And making that plan, because once we have it written down, it's like concrete in our mind. We know that we are obligated to do this on this day. It makes it easier because we can mentally prepare for it. So I hope this helped you guys who are really stressed and that you have to get all these things done before you can apply. Really really make a good schedule for you, a good calendar for you, work backwards, and that way you won't become overwhelmed. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy to connect with you and share our passion of the PA profession. Don't forget to go to the show notes and join our super fun Pacers membership so you can start making your CASPA application more competitive today with virtual shadowing hours, coaching sessions with us, and so much more. Also in the show notes, we have a free download, an Excel PA school record keeper that mimics CASPA format, meaning you keep all of your shadowing hours, patient care experiences, volunteer information, awards you have received, leadership roles, and the loads of other information you need to apply to PA school in one place. So you can copy paste into CASPA when you go to apply. Get it in the show notes. Have a great day and we will see you at the next episode. Keep up the awesome work.